welcome back to the caffeinated Broadway podcast I'm Pallavi um and I hope you all are staying safe and doing well right now I know a lot is going on it's important to take care of ourselves and all my best wishes are with you All right so today's episode is one that's really close to my heart one that I've put a lot of thought into and I think one that weighs and matters a lot Um as you can probably read from the title I will be talking about imposter syndrome and self esteem. Um this is something that has affected me for a lot of years but only recently I started like actually like thinking about it and accepting the fact and dealing with it in a lot of ways. And I think especially right now when um you know there's a constant battle to be productive like cuz core and core there's so much free time like these feelings can be heightened cuz i know they have been heightened for me and so i just wanted to talk about this because i think it's so important um and the reason i was kind of mia for the past few weeks was i didn't have proper recording equipment i just wanted to take a break and take some time for myself to really think about things and um deal with everything that's going on and then um now that i have my um uh, microphone here now that i'm in a mindset that i'm ready to record i think this is going to be a great episode i did record something last week um i just didn't like the end product i mean and you know it has nothing to do with this ironically like with imposter syndrome it is more just like i think i rambled a lot and i didn't give things that were different from my older episodes i will definitely be re-recording that soon it was like my four year college reflection um but just not for this week probably i'll do it the week that's closer to graduation or at least to when i'm done with finals since graduation is postponed until further notice so um before getting into any of the details of the episode i just want to put out a trigger warning because imposter syndrome self esteem these can be very sensitive topics so if it is something you feel like you do not want to hear about do not listen to this episode at any point you feel like pausing it or stopping it do that um and the second thing i want to say is a disclaimer which is that i'm not a trained psychology professional everything that i'll be saying will either be from research that has been done uh by people who studied these things or based on my personal experiences so you can um take the research with a lot more confirmation and confidence than you can take my personal experiences cuz as i said those are personal experiences those are things that may or may not work for everyone um but i hope that just kind of gives you a perspective and If you see any of those working for you and not being harmful to you, you can always um take them on. And then finally, you can again always reach out to me at caffeinated brown girl on Instagram. I think that's a great way for us to communicate and talk about things that um we may not be otherwise able to. So, yeah, that's it for the disclaimer and the introduction, but as always i'm going to do the 
accomplishments section i think that's very important um and yeah so my accomplishment for this past week is actually learning adobe illustrator so adobe is offering like its products for free i think through may 31st to like college students um who have like university access to adobe so i got that because i've always wanted to learn illustrator like i've always been on the creative side but i haven't like given it a lot of attention because i felt i wasn't good enough which you know wraps really well with what i'm going to be talking about today but um i finally decided to download it last monday so slightly over a week ago i guess i'm sorry if that's cheating um but literally that day all i did was make two illustrations on illustrator so i converted photos into those graphics and i updated my podcast cover so it's actually one of the illustrations i made and it's the worst one that i made so i'm probably gonna redo my podcast cover again for the millionth time i'm sorry for all the pain that i'm making you go through with that but um so yeah so i really enjoy doing that and i think there were two main reasons i really liked it first is like it's a new skill it's something that's super in demand um something i really enjoyed it let me tap into my artistic side but i think more than that i really liked the fact that i was not distracted at all like uh i'm a very easily distractible person like even when i'm when i'm watching tv i like you know i'm on my phone or i'm just thinking about other things and i cannot focus but while doing this that's all i was focused on and that's very similar to when i'm coloring too so i think like this sort of an art is allowing me to be focused and thoughtful and pay all my attention to it and also allowing me to be calm so i think that's really really important for me that i was able to like learn that new software and accomplish that and like make three illustrations in two days and also like be able to be focused i'm really grateful for that and if any of you are interested in any of the adobe products and your university has that access i would definitely recommend that you go and um download the softwares and just give it a try like if it's free for the next two months and if you're able um why not right okay so now that we have kind of all the housekeeping and the general stuff done we'll get into the episode and again feel free to stop it or pause at any time you want if you have any questions or comments um reach out to me on instagram i'll be doing a post for the episode but you can also always just dm me if you want it to be more personal so um before going into like my personal experiences i kind of want to focus more on like the general topic of imposter syndrome and then narrow it down to my experience with it so just kind of going off what is imposter syndrome because maybe not everyone knows this um and basically it is the feeling of being a fraud or feeling like everything you're doing is not good enough and people are going to find that out so it is often correlated with low self esteem like it arises from that or there's a correlation there there's probably not a um causal relationship i'm not sure about that actually don't listen to me i'm not a psych- psychologist who's done research on this so scratch all of that but 
I just kind of have a quote from the American Psychological Association or APA website that I think kind of um, summarizing summarizes it well and basically it says in our society there's a huge pressure to achieve there can be a lot of confusion between approval and love and worthiness self-worth becomes contingent on achieving so basically what happens with imposter syndrome is that people relate their self-worth to the achievements that they do and sometimes they don't feel good enough and that is it's just kind of like a repetitive cycle um and i'll talk about this a lot more in a bit but that's something i've experienced a lot growing up and i've experienced a lot even to this date even to this week like these are things these are feelings that haven't gone away and a big reason that this arises is because in today's society there is a lot of pressure to be productive and to achieve the best results like to always be hustling to always keep doing the best because if you aren't then you're not good enough and that kind of a mindset um reinstates this feeling of being an imposter and i think right now with coronavirus going on with everyone self quarantining these fil- feelings may be amplified because i know, know for me they are because i know i saw this quote i think on linkedin or instagram or both and i was like if you come out of quarantine not learning something new you didn't lack time you lacked discipline and i just think that is so so insensitive because it's because if you have that viewpoint you certainly have a lot of privilege with you to be able to have that viewpoint not everyone may be able to firstly have that much free time there are a lot of essential workers there are a lot of people supporting families like you know even people who have jobs their kids might be at home so they're playing two roles at once and you know everyone has their issues and their problems and their situations to deal with so i think that quote kind of takes the view that everyone just has this lot of free time that they're wasting on netflix that is not the situation and even if it is it is how you choose to use this time and i think that's okay especially considering we're going through a pandemic like there's really um not a set guidelines of what you um can like what your mental reaction to this can be or what your physical reaction to this can be like as long as you are social distancing as much as you can i think that's a good expectation to fulfill but i think anything beyond that the expectation to be super productive and you know to achieve the best results um i think that's just super unrealistic super insensitive and like i get it like you know um it's good to use if you have free time towards things that are productive but it's also okay to use them towards things that are not um i think i kind of digressed a little bit and i went on a little rant which i do not want to apologize for just because like this is something i've been seeing a lot on social media um especially linkedin um with like oh like all these startups were formed in the last recession or like you have to be productive during the pandemic and i just think it is such such a load of bullshit to be fair like i don't want to swear on this podcast but that's just something i feel really strongly about and for me i know it has amplified my feelings of feeling low it has amplified my feelings of imposter syndrome and that's what made me do this episode so i know i digressed a little bit um but i just kind of wanted to make that clear like i think this is something that's a 
affecting us all it's a very big thing and these feelings of being an imposter being a fraud not feeling good enough may be amplified in this time and i just want you to know that while i can't offer professional support i'm here for you and we're in this together okay so anyway um so kind of going a little bit more into detail um according to research that has been done they have classified imposter syndrome into five types however some of these types can be overlapping and these are not neat buckets that doesn't mean like you fit in just one of them they're more fluid like a lot of things but um the five buckets i'll just kind of go into them super briefly but I'll have some websites in the description, in the show notes. So if you want to look more into the research, like that's a really good place to go to. So the first is a perfectionist. This is someone, you know, who wants everything to be perfect, like um, every result or every project that they do, every exam that they give, every drawing that they make, everything has to be perfect. Um, the second person is the soloist. So this is the person who wants to do everything by themselves they don't want to ask for help and this can be bef- because you know um this can be because um they feel like they look dumb because of asking questions um or just a mindset that okay i don't need any- anyone's help i should be able to do this by myself like i got this like that kind of a framework um the third one is the superman or the superwoman or as I'd like to call just like the super person um, and that is basically um, they feel that I'll just kind of call it from the website I got it from because I think they summarize it well but since people who experience this phenomena are convinced they're phonies among real deal colleagues they often push themselves to work harder and harder to measure up but this is just a false cover-up for the insecurities and the work overload may harm not only their own mental health but also the relationships with others so i like this definition has a lot going on um and i think um it, it is something that kind of as i said like flows through all the types but something it really focuses on is that this person like is the super person right so they're always taking 10 steps extra than the, than other people are um just so that they can kind of feel they feel like they can make up um for not being good enough so that's kind of the gist of it um the next person is the expert so these people kind of measure their ability and their competence based on what and how much they know or how what or how much they can do so they always just kind of try and keep like improving that um, bank or that knowledge bank um, that they may have and finally the fifth type um, is the natural genius so these are the people um who might feel that they should just naturally be smart like things you know they should be easily be able to understand everything whether that's you know physics whether that's literature like everything should be like easily understandable by them and if they take a lot of time to master something like they feel shameful and i think like I kind of fall into that category for sure like I do fall into like the perfectionist category too um and this is like a self-diagnosis so just how I feel but especially the natural genius like I feel like like anything I'm doing I should be able to grasp it quickly and it is from a sense of 
low impa- like low patience as well like i'm a little impatient but i think i look at others and i'm like well they can do this you know so easily why can't i but uh, it's because i don't see the hard work and the thought and the mind that they put into the work they're doing before that so like as a core and core natural genius like how i feel is like this should come easily to me if i'm smart and if it doesn't then i'm not smart i'm dumb i'm not worth it things like that so this was just like a quick overview and as you probably kind of got from the descriptions like a lot of these like overlap with each other so you know take them with a grain of salt um but i just kind of wanted to give you a little bit of like a brief overview about what imposter syndrome is what its types are so that um um you have a little bit of a background if this is not something you're familiar with and if this is something you are familiar with i hope it still helps to set some more context so the next thing i want to talk about is narrowing it down a step further and talking about how it affects um the asian american or south asian community specifically so there hasn't been a lot of research done on south asian communities and imposter syndrome which means there's definitely room for research um to be done, done in that area and even for asian americans i didn't find a whole lot of bunch a lot of it was based on uh, minority groups and i think this is something that does definitely uh, affect minority groups across um the spectrum like more disproportionately but um for the sake of time and for um this podcast i decided to kind of limit it to talking about how it affects asian americans um and south asians um as i said not a lot of research in south asian so what i'm going to be citing is like done on asian americans which does incorporate south asians as well so um so a lot of this comes from um the achievement expectations aspect of it um growing up i know that in south asian communities there is a lot of expectations to just be the best like you know there's this running joke like sharma ji's son is so smart like why aren't you like him or alexa sharma ji's daughter or whatever so i think like that expectation that others have of you sometimes leads to like high expectations from yourself and as a result like if you're not able to achieve those um feelings of low self esteem and in some cases imposter syndrome kicks in so um a masters student vincent kwan um at the university at the san francisco state university did his, did his dissertation on this topic um and i found his research like you know through the beautiful thing called the internet so i have a quote from that and it says the model minority stereotype labels asian americans as academically and economically successful minorities by hard work dedication and being quiet this stereotype creates a high expectation on some asian americans to the point where they are unable to meet these standards as a result some asian americans may experience the imposter phenomena so it talks about two things the model minority stereotype and the imposter syndrome so um the model minority stereotype as like this quote says is basically um putting asian people on some sort of a pedestal like they're smart you know they're always hard working and 
it may seem like a good thing when you first read that but it just places a lot of expectations on the community as a whole and if individuals aren't um achieving those things in the traditional sense they are negatively affected by it which is sometimes what leads to the imposter phenomena and i think that is very true of like um my experiences of experiences that i've seen of my peers and the people around me and just like things that i've heard and so this extra level of expectation that is set upon especially like uh with like people who have come to the US or whose families have immigrated here it's extremely high because you know there was expectation to fulfill the american dream or there was expectation to like um just be better to have established ourselves here and that just kind of passed down and as a result um it just led to the cycle of um the feelings of feeling like a fraud and feeling like you can't do anything and you're just dumb and um things like that so i think this is something that is definitely relevant and the lack of research in this just shows us like there's so much room for like um academia to like step in and really take this up a notch because i think like um this is something that's really true of today and more research can only help us um move towards better handling these situations so now that i have kind of covered um a lot of the general stuff a lot of the research i will go into my experiences talking about instances when i've experienced it talking about like how i deal with it and then just kind of um closing out the podcast with some implications okay so um this is something that i've experienced from an early age uh and it's not something that has just emerged right now um growing up i just felt like there were a lot of expectations that were upon me and not necessarily by my family um i mean yes a certain part yes but i have been lucky and privileged enough to have great parents who like not put too much pressure on me but i think like most of my pressure came from like um school my teachers my peers and seeing the pressure that their parents put on them like for some reason i took that on as my own um but i just kind of want to give a couple of examples because i think these things can be really small but they can also be really big situations so for example when i'm in a classroom like even in college and you know the professor asks for feedback from the class about their opinions on something i think i hesitate so much to just raise my hand even though i have a clear idea of what i want to say a good understanding um i just hesitate because i feel like anything that's going to come out of my mouth is just going to be wrong people are going to laugh at me they're going to make fun of me my professors going to judge me and things like that and then as a result i just don't raise my hand and then someone else does and they say the exact same thing that i was going to say and professor praises me for that it leads to a wonderful discussion and things like that so and as a result i just kind of like beat myself up over it like because i'm like okay like I should have just done that and it's just kind of a cycle where I'm just being harsh on myself and not treating myself well. So that's a very small situation like it's something that I've learned to improve over the years um but this also plays out in bigger situations, situations that impact me personally a lot more and I think like a great example of that is like the job search process. So 
you've probably heard like networking is key to finding a job and i absolutely hate it like as an introvert um as someone like you know who's suffering from not only imposter syndrome but also suffers um from anxiety issues i think that um networking is terrifying for me because i feel like i'm meeting this person and i'm talking to this and they probably think that she's only talking to me because she wants something from me so she's like a fake person she's not being real and i just think i kind of get into my head and i don't make genuine connections as a result like and that's what's hurt me a lot um and the situations where i have been able to make a genuine connection is where i have been successful so um this like in my life at least like imposter syndrome has kind of come up as a very cyclical thing where like low self esteem leads me to not do something that leads me to beat myself up over it and then it just kind of goes on and on and on and i think um that's tough um and i think these these two situations that i said are super common across people but again this can play out in like bigger life decisions as well and i think like especially as i'm graduating right now and entering the real world as they call it i think like i may have to face situations that lead to these feelings a lot lot more um so as a result i think it's very important to recognize like how um to deal with this so i think again like these are things that have personally helped me so take the ones you like take the ones you don't if you don't like any of them that's totally fine um but i think the first thing that's helped me a lot recently is to journal and i have two journals one is more where i can just kind of keep writing and keep going on and one of the other ones is more of a guided journal i got it from a university website and i'm just going to open my drawer to see what it's called so i'm sorry if you heard that noise um Oh yeah, it's called Every Day is Epic and it just has like not prompts necessarily but it's like super cute and it just has like some things to think about or like I'll just read out a page because I think that might help. Um yeah, so like this page I opened, it has like a pillow and it says lie lie awake thinking so you can put in your thoughts like what is keeping you up, a fond memory. Uh, so there's a cloud for that and then today's log and they've made like a tree log and i just think it's super cute and it like covers a lot of things so i've been like filling that out regularly and i think like just kind of looking back at it too like will be super interesting to see like how things have changed um in the future so that's really helped me just kind of getting my things on paper letting my thoughts out because sometimes i get so much into my head that um it just kind of keeps building up so by writing for me that's a way to like just kind of let my feelings out but for you if you know that's talking to someone else or making a video about it or you know just watching tv like do whatever lets you um let things out in the world and also if that's screaming just scream your heart out honestly that sounds amazing so So that's the first thing. The second thing that has been tough for me but I have started doing a lot more is recognizing my achievements because a lot of what leads to my imposter syndrome is like paying 
more attention to my failures versus my achievements so when i recognize my achievements even like the smallest ones which i may not even term as achievement in the past it gives me more self confidence it makes me happier it brings a smile on my face like that may be as small as learning a tiktok dance in 10 minutes like that was my achievement yesterday um but that was a big reason like you know recognizing these achievements why i included this achievement of the week section at the start of my podcast episode because i think it's important to recognize things as small as like smiling today and um just feeling good um to things as big as like oh i got a job like you know it's important to set up things all across the spectrum and recognizing it allows me to like think that i am good enough i uh, shouldn't always be beating myself up over things and i can achieve great things and i'll be okay like it just helps reiterate all of those facts um the next thing is to separate feelings from facts so a lot of times like with imposter syndrome i know i personally just kind of think more about how i'm feeling and really focus on my initial reaction to situations versus like the actual impact of it so really i think it's very very important to take a step back from any situation that can maybe um trigger a reaction or can be emotionally laborious and think about okay this is how i'm feeling acknowledge that accept that don't dismiss it but then also look at the facts so for example like raising my hand in class like okay so if i do raise my hand in class and say my thought there can only be two things happening one people appreciate it it leads to discussion two maybe i said the incorrect thing maybe i didn't get what we were talking about completely it will still lead to a discussion my professor will still appreciate it um as long as they're a good person <laughs> that i spoke up and i you know shared what i was thinking and if i wasn't sure what i was thinking if i wasn't clear that means you know maybe that's something they can spend more time on or maybe i lead to something the class thinking about something completely different yet equally or more insightful so i think like separating those feelings from facts and seeing things from an objective perspective really really helps and i know you can't always do that in the moment so either doing it after the moment and applying it to a similar situation in the future is also always helpful because you might face a lot of these situations on a recurring basis with with like networking and with like you know talking in class that's something that's common and i think my final tip which kind of relates to the last one is challenging my pre-existing thoughts so for me the biggest way that this syndrome um appears is these two thoughts like asking for help makes me look stupid or i should always know what to do which kind of goes with like that natural genius and perfectionist mindset so i think you know it's my expectation that i should just know everything i should be prepared but i'm a human being and like all other human beings like you can't know everything 100% and people actually like it when you reach out to them for help cuz it just shows like you are in there for the community you are willing to learn from others and i think everyone appreciates that a lot and especially that's why like i think with job networking especially like it's important uh for people to see a genuine side of you because they understand like you're a human and if you are able to generally connect with them like getting the job is just like a consequence of it so 
because people actually like being connected like i have reminded myself of that a lot especially in in today's time with coronavirus i've just reminded myself of this a lot more because i find myself like facetiming and talking to friends that i may not have hung out with otherwise but i am super close to so it has really given me the opportunity to reach out to people to talk to them to share how i'm feeling to hear how they're feeling and share knowledge and exchange it so i think like challenging those thoughts really really helps and it can be tough but you know do it to the extent that it works for you like um i don't think i need to push myself like too far i don't need to challenge each and every one of my preconceived thoughts and notions but you know always playing the devil's advocate can only help so those were some of the ways that i have dealt with it um and finally i just kind of want to say some implications um and basically you're not alone if you are experiencing imposter syndrome because many many people experience it at some point in their lives because you know we all go through situations where we feel like we're not good enough or we feel like you know there are a thousand candidates for the same thing why would i be selected and i think it's just important to remind yourself that you're not alone um there's a community like and i hope you have the social support of people that you can reach out to and talk to if you want to if you don't i hope you have other resources that you can you know like tap into like whether that's a journal whether that's music whether that's netflix like it doesn't matter but um just realize that many of us are being affected by it that does not mean that your battles are any less no they're as important as anyone else's but there's always a community that you can reach out to and just know that you're worth it like honestly you are um and there's nothing more important than that so um yeah that's all i have for this episode i know um i got a little like too passionate about some things but i think with something like this like how can i not it's so important to me and i hope um you enjoyed listening to this i hope if you have been struggling through this time like i was able to help you out and if not like i'm sorry um but i thank you for listening to this episode um because i know it takes a lot of strength right now to be able to do that so as always we are going to end the episode on the recommendations and my recommendation is kind of something you've probably heard from a lot of people it's not something that's novel but it's something that's like helping me a lot right now and it is to have like a big bottle of water by my desk so i don't have a hydro flask i'm not fancy like that but i just have this plastic water bottle that's like huge mm. i think it's like 30 ounces 25 sorry ounces i don't know i might be wrong like i don't know my ounces but and there's this huge um straw and i just keep it like on my desk because i naturally drink more water from it versus when i have like my small water bottle next to me like firstly it doesn't have like a straw so i'm not consuming a lot of water and secondly it's a small bottle right so i don't refill it as much cuz i'm just lazy and so i don't drink much water but having this is really really helping so you know that's that i know it's like sounds like a dumb recommendation but 
always keep drinking water always stay hydrated um and thank you for listening to this episode i'll be back soon with another one um don't forget to connect with me at caffeinated brown girl on instagram if you're listening through apple podcasts i would love it if you could leave a review and if you have any other questions or comments um just dm me or you can even comment on any of my posts on instagram so i'll talk to you next time Bye-bye.